Welcome to the Restaker Podcast, guys. We have a special, like we have two special guests in the house. Um, those two individuals, they are an uh, example in the community. They inspired my wife and I. And um, man, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing today. So um, no further, uh, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to let them introduce their, their, themselves. And today I have my... I have my co-host, my, my best friend here with me today, uh, my partner, uh, Gigi, here with me, my wife. Uh, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's, it's going to be fun. Good. Yeah. So we have Craig and Miller. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself and let people know, know what you guys do, uh, and we go from there. Um, I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you guys for having us. It's amazing. Um, thank you all for also what you do with the community. Uh, so my name is Migla Aleman, I'm Craig's wife, and I'm originally from El Salvador. Okay. I came to the U.S. when in 2000, so it's been 23 years in this beautiful wow. country uh, that God has blessed me to be, you know, build everything that we have, um, most importantly, my family. And um, yeah, thank you. So you you came you so you came here what age? Do I count? My team, my team said that I was yeah fifteen. Okay, 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 okay. I got one of those too. I'm telling you, I got one of those. Um, it's it's funny how because I'm from Haiti, um, and Gigi's from the Bahamas. Uh, you so you from Salvador. And you was born, born here, born, born here. here in Sussex County. So here, here we go. And she's not just from El Salvador. She's from a little, a little hut um, in El Salvador. Dirt floors, a metal tin roof. You see the sheets of tin that people use for like their dog houses yeah. here in mm-hmm. Sussex County. That was the roof that she had. When it, it was on a volcano, so when it rained, the water would stream through the house. They would have to get up in the middle of the night with sticks. So it, it wouldn't flood the house and like dig holes under the little tin walls for the water to exit the home. I mean, she comes from now that you hear about people being poor yeah. in the United States, yeah. yep. uh, but they're still walking around with a home. They're still walking yeah. around with cell phones. Yeah. Now she's poor, poor, like international, like global poor, um, and overcame all that. Now I have a question. So, like how Craig was saying, like how do you feel like that defines? you as a person like the way you grew up um to say that defines me like uh you know it's it's just amazing to know that um you can overcome everything that uh, because aside from the literally not having carrying one egg between three people you know Mm -hmm. um having if you guys wanted to take a shower you had to go literally to get water somewhere yeah Um, uh, and all those things, but also, you know, all the type of uh, suffering that we had to go through. Uh, my mom came to the U.S. when I was only six years old, and, um, you know, not growing with her by my side, it was 
really tough already and it, it was um six of us yeah so we had to you know just um grow up and and it just be become strong you know yeah, yeah. we had to literally be strong and and um that's what the person that i am today and um you know just to know that when first of all like i'm a true believer in god when and i feel like when you got put god first in your life everything falls into yeah. place and mm -hmm. all those uh sufferings and everything all the needs that we had as little kids you know nowadays i can um at that time i couldn't understand i i didn't understand why was it that i couldn't i, I didn't have any food yeah. or i didn't have any money to go to school um when i came here i didn't speak no english at all but you know just to go back to remembering that i i thank god because you know the person that i am today is I am that person because of yeah. what I went through, yeah. and I thank God for every little thing that I have yeah. because I was able. I'm, I'm able to just say thank you because yeah. I am who I am today because of you, and um, the strong person that I am today is because I had to go through all that. Yeah. And just so that your listeners, they might not have caught that, mm -hmm. um, she came to the United States when she was 15. But her mother left her when she was six. Yeah. So you have a lot of people that are like, why do immigrants come here? Why don't they just do it the right way? Why don't they just do it the right way and get in line? Well, my mother-in-law did it the right way, got in line. But it cost her 10 years without her children. Oh. I have two small boys. There is no way mm -hmm. I'm going to leave my two boys for 10 years. Mm -hmm. and, and, not, and this is not the time of FaceTime mm -hmm. and WhatsApp. This is maybe I can send a letter yeah. or have a phone call with it crackling and maybe hear her voice, maybe not. This is, you know, technology that 20 years ago was not where it is today. Yeah. You know, to be, yeah. to be globally across, talk, talking to somebody on another continent, mm -hmm. just like they're in the next room. Yeah. This is, I'm leaving my kids for 10 years. Yeah. I couldn't do that. So it's important that people understand U.S. immigration policy, what they ask of folks yeah. uh, when they come here and what people like my mother in law did. I couldn't do it. I would have, I would have stayed, or I would have drugged my kids and walked across the continent to go for a better life. I could not have left my kids for ten years. That's such, I have such profound respect for my mother-in-law and her ability to sacrifice in order to clear a path for them to have a better life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I kind of, I feel the same way. Feel the same way. Um, because I grew up in those third world country. It's almost like every country in the third world is like they are similar. So, um, I grew up basically not having a, a mom because my mom came um, when I was about, I was three years old when my mom came to the state. So, I understand that part, like leaving your kids, and I didn't even see my mom till, so from, from 90, what, 93 till 2003? Yeah. No? So, that's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of years, and you have to overcome, so you basically have to become, you have to grow up. Quicker, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, that's what life requires. You have to uh, grow up quicker. So I definitely understand. Yes, definitely understand that part of, of the struggle. And we always make fun of that because even the, in the Bahamas, because people think like even the Bahamas, like it's a, it's uh, it's it's nice tourist area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but don't see the real side. Of yeah, the yeah. real side of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just share, sharing that, like me and my wife, we always sharing like similar stuff that we went through as as a kid even though we from a different country but we have like similar similar struggle you know so i definitely feel that one 
And I think too, like when you grow up in like some of those countries, it builds that entrepreneurship in you. You know, like when you're young, you mm -hmm. have, I know me, we had to work. I was like 10, 11, working summers so I can go to school, so I can pay for these things. But it builds that entrepreneurship spirit inside of you. Um, I know as a wife, I know for me, people always think that events does everything, you know, and I'm just there as a, <laughs> as a support system, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, you think you're supporting him, but like, you know, the business, he's the one who's running it, he's doing everything, and they, some people even say it's a good thing that you put your wife in this, you know, but people don't understand when you're married, it's a partnership. It's not just Craig. Even though people see Craig's face, but like, what role have you played in this? Because Craig was telling a story the other day about the buildings that he purchased in Georgetown. I was like, oh, I didn't even know it was her. <laughs> so, so what role, like, to put everybody's like, you know, it's not just Craig. I'm not just right there, patting <laughs> him on the back, bringing him his food. No, it's both of us doing this. I think mainly um, as the partner. Uh, I'm, I'm the mom, you know, mm -hmm. I, I want to take care of my kids and I, I think I have, uh, you know, the ability to, uh, all the blessings that I have to be with them, um, at home and also with the business that we have. I mean, I try to be as supportive as I can anytime that, um, uh, something arises, I, I help them and, um. If he says, I don't think we can do this yet, I'm like, let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah let's, okay. let's, and, and then, you know, just, uh, I think that the partnership is more like, um, more than being supportive, it's just bringing ideas and, yes. you know, just. Um, and connections. Like, I would not have relationships with any of these guys that I work with. Um, Antonio Torales of Imperial Construction, for example, mm -hmm. if it wasn't for Jeff. Um, my brother-in-law does all the HVAC stuff. Um, I met a plumber who's been with us for so long, Hugo Pinedo. Um, all these guys that have helped me and build what people see, mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a huge team. But those team members came on board because yeah. of my relationship with Mirella. She was like, hey, I have somebody I want you to meet. I know they do good work. They're trustworthy. They're, they're church guys. Like, Let's try them out. And it's been very successful. Uh, right now, yes, our focus is our, our children. Yes. I want yes. our children to be... Um, but the genesis of everything of the Craig and Mila marriage, it, she was saying, all right, this, I didn't have much money. And uh, starting out with some of these projects, if they told me $5,000, it might as well have been a million. I, yeah. There's no way I could have come up with five grand. But she was like, no, these are guys, these are guys from my church. Like, um, it's tough times out there for everybody. You know, you can pay them in kind. There was a time that I owed Antonio over $100,000. Just because he would do work and yeah. say, just pay me when you can. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I would pay him weekly, whatever I could, but he would keep doing more work. So the bill would keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Mirla, like, um, we owe it's only over a hundred grand. We might just need to just beat him one of our houses just to pay him off. They're like, we le legit talked about that. They ended up not doing it. We yeah. paid him out. But that was uh so like, who would do that? Who would work for a hundred thousand dollars? Like you owe me a hundred grand. And just pay me whenever. You yeah. know, like, if I was just dealing with somebody out of, um, 
it was just somebody at the home, but there's no way. They wouldn't want their money up front, and yes. the job was done, they wouldn't want it all. Yeah. So without those early connections and those relationships, not, it would have been a lot harder to continue to build what we had built. Yeah. Because I was essentially getting a line of credit with zero interest from um, some really good people. Yeah. And uh, recapping, I was telling her about Georgetown, how uh, <laughs> we were finally done, right? Uh, Wait, before you tell that story, uh, I don't think we mentioned what exactly you got to do. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell us exactly yeah. what you took yeah. no authority at that All right, so here. I'm a uh, real estate attorney, um, but really I'm a real estate investor, which happens to be. Um, and my wife is, is my realtor. Um, and it's been a great partnership. You uh, mentioned something earlier about how people think that, um, oh, well, uh, he just brings you along. But yeah. no. <laughs> well, the people that say that, unfortunately, just that type of statement tells me a lot about their current relationship. Mm -hmm. Because their relationship is obviously not one where they are together on a, a single mission, as a single unit. Yeah. And that's fine because most people, unfortunately, they find someone they love, but that person is not in love with the same yes. type of stuff that they enjoy. Yeah. And But their marriages work great. Yep. But it, it's rare that you have two people that love the same thing and want to be on the same mission together. Yeah. You yeah. guys have that. We have that. That's such a blessing. Yes. Because our entire life is our business and making a future for our children. Yeah. And we bring our children up with that. We both have been with other individuals that were not on the same page with us, and it's completely different. And obviously, those relationships did not work out. Yeah. Because we both yeah. wanted something different. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's such a blessing that I wish more people would be able to find. And um, when folks ask me about the key to our my success, and our success. Spouse, yeah, your significant other, yeah. Like, if you really want, if you want to be happy and live paycheck to paycheck, that's cool. A lot of people are cool with that and they enjoy a happy, fulfilled yeah. life. But if you want to build serious wealth and do things on your own, you got to have your spouse on board, yeah. Because True. if you don't, either your marriage or your business is going to yes. suffer, yeah. Uh, you, you cannot have a situation because there's been times. Well, we have had zero dollars living on rice and beans, mm. waiting for that first of the month to come for <laughs> those rents yeah. to come back in. And mm -hmm. as an attorney, I would only get paid once a month at the end of the month. So if it was the 15th and we were all out of money, we had nothing coming mm -hmm. in until the end of the month. And then ideally that first week of the following month, have some cash coming in. Yeah. And that's, that's some of times. Yes. Some people are not built for. Yes. Very true. Yes. Very true. Yes. Very true. So you mentioned like something about too, like how we don't talk about the ugly side yeah. of business. Like people look at you and they see on social media, they're like, oh, they got money. Yeah. They're flaunting around, but they don't know the sacrifices that you had to do in the beginning. I heard you on this other podcast that I was saying how in the beginning in your marriage, you used to live in the basement. Yes. One of you. Yes. I mean, like you, you have all these properties, but you're living in the basement. The basement of my mama's house. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even own the property. Uh, but yes, because that's just it. Like I met her, and I had at the time when we got married, I only had 12 units. Um, but I was like, I'm not gonna take one of these 12 down. That's gonna be one 12th of my portfolio not performing. Yeah. And right now, the the market was where you could buy a house for you know 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars. So I knew that if I, I had to max, maximize every dollar yeah. because one yeah. day this would be over. 
yeah. and prices would be up to where they are today, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. So every dollar counts. So I was like, look, if you want to ride with me, this is what this is what I'm about. And we were in my mom's basement. There was mold down there. There was no heat, um, and we were there for a full year. And then we finally upgraded because uh, we bought a house actually right down the street from here, a little duplex. There was a one-bedroom apartment and a two-bedroom apartment. We rented the two-bedroom apartment out, and we moved into that little one-bedroom also with no heat. So mind you, I'm renovating people's houses, giving them beautiful bathrooms, beautiful kitchens, central air. They're just like, wow, thank you, I love it. And then I'm going home, and I have these little space heaters, and Nirla has blankets up on the windows. That was our life. Again, not a lot of people would yeah. put up with that. Yep. And most of the other relationships that I can think of, like you got to have people that are all, both on board. Yeah. Because it's just like, this is crazy. I'm not living like this. You yeah, know, like, yeah. And, and then I'm going to have either conflict with my spouse or conflict with my heart, my business. Yeah. And then that breeds resentment, right? And then that's just going to, down the road, get back in. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, yeah. so that was tough times, but we sacrificed. Uh, uh, an experience that I'd like to, you know, bring up and how bad it was at the beginning. And um, I was thirsty because there was no water in the basement. And I started looking for money. There was no money anywhere. And I started, like, just opening drawers. I found some, maybe, I think it was, like, 89 cents. And then I went to the newspaper and found a coupon for the water. So I was able to buy, like, a, I think it was both. A bottle case of water with a coupon and some of the pennies that I found in the basement. So no, it, it just um, and I like to bring that up because that's how yeah you, you know how hard it is at the beginning and and mm -hmm. just you you know that you have that partnership with that person and just know that this is not gonna be us forever. You yeah, know? At yeah. 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 To enjoy the fruit of the labor and just re like right now I'm telling you this just you know smiling but that time I was. Is this gonna be us forever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This cannot be. So, um, but you know, it was just um, uh, an experience that I just remember that you know it was really tough at that time. Yeah. So, and then after, all right. So the plan was give me the first ten years, and we're gonna just hyper reinvest, like beans and rice, rice and beans. We're not taking lavish vacations. Yes. We're not. We're not. Everything we can, we're gonna put it right back in the business. Give me the first ten years. Well, we started coming up with our ten years. And I finally finished our last projects. It would be like around nine years and some change. So, okay, we're done. We made it. We hit our timeline. We, yeah. we got like eight months early. We're good. Mm -hmm. <sighs> now it's time to actually enjoy the Enjoy. Yep. And start taking vacations. So she's like, hey, um, that's great. Uh, will you take me over to pick up some paperwork at my brother's doctor? Like, sure, this is the time to, to enjoy, smell the flowers, let's take a ride. <laughs> so we go take a ride to Georgetown and go to the doctor's office, pick up the forms, and then she's like, hey, I want to show you something. Like, what, what is it? Because at these properties, let's just, let's just go look. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, okay, um, I thought we were done. And she's like, no, let's just go look. <laughs> and they were asking way more. It was a whole proposal. The guy mm -hmm. wanted to sell all of them together. Because he wanted to do what's called a 1031 exchange, where you sell an investment property and you don't have to pay tax on it if you buy another investment property. So he couldn't sell them off to like 10 or 12 different people. He needed yeah. one person to come buy it all, okay. or one company to buy it all. So there's not a lot of people that can do that. Not a lot of people can buy you know, 19 homes at once. So she was like, let's, let's do it. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, the pool of buyers is low. Um, 
She's like, just submit a low offer. Just, just we have, we have nothing to lose. Let's just do it. I was like, all right, you know, if I have your blessing, mm-hmm. you know, this is 19 now. Like, this is, we've never ever done anything like this. This is gonna be, this is big for us. Um, but let, let's let's just submit a low offer and see what happens. And the guy didn't even blink and accepted her offer. Wow. Um, so <laughs> these 19 homes though. Um, so we went to closing and the appraisals came. And we, this deal is incredible. Like we bought it for 1.25 million, and the appraisals came in 2.4 million. Wow. So that one deal, we made over a million dollars. Wow. Just that one and that was when I was saying, I'm done. I'm just going to go home. And she was like, let's just throw a little more yeah. and see what happens. So you have nothing to lose, especially if, well, time, right? The time of her putting together the offer. Yeah. But, doesn't matter, you know. So that um, worked out. Worked mm-hmm. out great. Now our our timeline is now expanded a little bit because we have to renovate three times. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but soon, then, then I, I think we're gonna be. You know, You're gonna be done gonna be right? <laughs> because I really want to enjoy life. And that's you know that appraisal day came in came with the how how they look as it now. is not even before oh, yeah. you rent it. So, so, be and you know you have seen. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So you know, just thinking about the future and when we're done with that, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, and just and so like, my message is don't be afraid. Like if someone's asking for a lot, but you're like, well, you know, it's been a, it's been on the market for a little bit, and there's not a lot of people that could buy it or want to buy. It. Let me just try. Yeah, you, know, you have nothing to lose. Try, now yeah. you might have a realtor that gets upset, just like man, a low another low wall offer. I'm wasting my time. I want to get paid. Mm-hmm. That's just something you got to deal with with that realtor, or you or your spouse become a realtor. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why, Mirla, like early on, um, I do my own research, my own deals. I run my own numbers, you know. And so early on, I, I went to this one lady and was like, "Hey, you're the listing agent. Sure, here's my offer. If you can get it through, like great, you can collect on both sides. Yeah, I don't have yeah. Issue. And they love that because it doubles their income. Yeah, yeah. And I just get into three percent, they get into six percent. Yeah. So and I was like, oh, cool, this worked out. And and the lady, um, she was great. I was like, great, we kept using her. Her name is Beth Blades, and she was awesome. Um, but she's retired now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kept on, and, and same thing with other agents. Hey, if you can get this through, you collect both sides. You know, we don't have an issue. Well, yeah. That worked mm-hmm. out. Um. Then, it's like, wait a minute. You start looking at those settlement statements. You right. See how much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Much money is gone. Yeah. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like, what does it take to become a you know a realtor? Uh, mm-hmm. Just as an investor, yep. you know, because there's so much, and the realtors literally it's like, here's the deal. I, I draft my own contracts. But, you know, I'm an attorney. I would just send it. All I need for you to do is forward the email. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I don't need to see uh, any. I don't need any inspections. Like this, is just forward the email. I was like, wait, we could do that. Like, yeah. Why are we giving that money away? So Marilyn was like, yeah, no, I, I'm on it. So she took the class, passed it, and then great. And that also helped because um, with my business, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't, as I went out and was introducing myself to more realtors and trying to develop relationships, I didn't want any one agent to be like, well, you buy all these properties with all these other agents. Yeah, and me. you don't come to me, yeah. so I'm going to send my business to another attorney. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want that. I wanted yeah. to be neutral territory. I'm keeping yep. it in-house. Yep. Yes. Everyone can understand that. And, nope, my, my wife is my real yes. yep. And nobody had, has had any beef with that because they would do the same thing if they had a question. Yep. So that, wow. that it served two purposes. And really, but it took a spouse that was willing to say, you know what? 
I like that. I like real estate. I'll, I'll go through that yeah. test. Yeah. And I will take that and do that. And I will be your realtor and, and uh, help you with your, your law firm business as well. Yeah. So if that real partnership will be really complement each other. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. amazing. And then, like, how, like, I keep, I keep liking that we say, like, partnership, you mm-hmm. know? Because I always say when, because a lot of people, they say, when they talk about their husband, they're like, oh, that's their business. You know, that's what they do. Yeah. But when you're a partner, it becomes our business, right. you know, and I think it's amazing that you and Mila worked out where you guys are in the same industry and you're working together. Um, but I want to know, like, like, you know, we keep it real because I know sometimes we ain't been, I mean, we were great together, but sometimes like, you know, we don't like, do, do you guys, like, how is it working together? Um, go <laughs> I mean, it, it's. It's great. I'm I'm the one that's you know asked by paralegals. Like I I'm uh, I'm a handful sometimes. You know, because I got a lot going on, and I, I'm like, oh squirrel. You know, like it's, you know, it's just like now, dude, focus. Like I, I need this, you know, done. So and the older I get, and the more businesses that are going on, the more yeah. I really need to surround myself with a solid team. Um, but working with my wife, I've loved it. Yeah. Um, because we all we we talk about everything. Yeah. You know, and last night. For instance, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep, but we try to do every day, you know, just he gets home, we sit down, have dinner, but the kids go and play and, um, and we just sit down and how was the day today? Yeah. How was your day? What did you do? And we just, and, um, yesterday I had service at my house, so he went out and comes home and I'm already ready to go to bed. And he's there telling me everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was but you know, it's it's very important to to know that, you know, it's I, I, I always say that the most important thing in a relationship, first of all, is that like a center yep. of romance. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then communication comes out. Yes. If you don't communicate, even the minor thing that is bothering you, or just I don't know, a phone call a day, you know, how are you doing, or um, I miss you, whatever. Like, it, it, sometimes it doesn't even necessarily have to be like romantic, but just yeah, how you yeah. doing, like, mm-hmm. and because I I know his voice, you know, when uh, yeah, I, I tell him, okay, oh no, let me, I, I'm, uh, um. How do you say the fire? Yeah, and you know, like I know, um, and it's important to know your partner and yeah. know his ways too, and, and know that you know he's a boss in, in his office. But when he comes to my house, he's not a boss. He's my husband. He's Amen. the father of my children. Yes. yes. And you know, I have to be there for him in that sense. Um, so it's important to to know your partner. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me let me ask you this now, because in the beginning of your your guys' relationship. Or when you start having success, what do you have to remove people that do you have to remove people that um, that wasn't aligned with your guys' vision, um, mission, um, and how did you deal with that? Did you have to do any cut any relationship off? Um, uh, Mirla had surrounded herself with folks from church and okay. people that were. Uh, equally, like a lot of these traits, equally mm-hmm. ambitious, wanted to work and drive. Um, a lot of the folks that I've had relationships with, because mm-hmm. I grew, I was born and raised in Delaware. Yep. A lot of the folks that I had relationships growing up, I no longer do. 
um, just because we just took a different path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the, when I'm, I have limited free time because I'm working on my business and when yeah. I'm, not, I'm all about that. Yeah. Nope. And yeah. I'm not looking for like a new friend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. Mm -hmm. I just, I want my family and, and call it a day. That's it. And then maybe when the boys are grown, and we're traveling more, great. We'll be some of those old people going around with other old people traveling around. <laughs> you know, I'll go to the senior center and hang out. But I want to talk about your business and what works and, mm -hmm. and business in general and lifting each other up and, nope. and doing things for the community. Uh, I don't have any interest in other things. Uh, there's no time for other things. I, um, I Even just, not just people, but also habits. When I was younger, um, I like, like a lot of guys, I love video games, right? On the computer, Xbox, or, uh, uh, PlayStation, mm -hmm. and even when I got married for my birthday, she bought me one. Like as soon as we're just young, bought me. She's like, "You work hard." This thing was yeah. like, uh, mind you, we're rice and beans. Those things like what four or five hundred dollars when they first come out. So I got it for you. I never played with it. And after like two years of sitting on the shelf, I ended up giving it to my nephew. So it's like I don't have time for that. It's yeah. time to just let certain habits and certain mm -hmm. people go yeah. if they are not aligned. Yeah. what we're trying to accomplish yeah. so um, in my, and uh, with my um, people with the I um, everybody that had come uh, with us you know had they're successful yeah you know like um, they have gotten the we have been there to for them to support them and mm -hmm. um, you know them working with us has also helped them to get something for themselves yeah you know? mm -hmm. yeah um, he's their consultant so anytime that they want to uh, start a business or anything, any questions that they have, they come to him. And, you know, it's, it's amazing because he gets so excited. Like, oh, let's, let's do it. Like, I yeah. help you. You know, what yeah. do you need? Let, let's do it. You know. And that's why I try with my business to be more public than other folks. And I have folks that are really close to me like, Craig, you know, man, uh, you put things out there, but aren't you worried that the man is going to come and try to take it away from you. Yeah. Or the other people are going to try yeah. to strip it down yeah. or block you. I'm like, no. no. Like, there's that, that risk there, but it's important for people like us mm -hmm. to put out there what we're doing because there are other people that look like us yes. and come from our same communities. Yep. They need to know it's we're nothing special. To yeah. them. You just got to have that drive. If we can do it, they can do it. Yes. And if we just are quiet and silent and they look around, like when I started out, there was nobody I could talk to. There was nobody. There was nothing. Yeah. Uh, people of here, even in Sussex County, if you about thirty years ago, there were the, the Haitian population extremely low. Yeah. The Latino population extremely low, and the ones who were here were workers. There were no I'm children. Sure there were, like now, when I went to school, I'm only half Latino and I'm half white. There was me. There was one Latino guy and one Latino girl in my graduation uh, class. That's it. Wow. That was in Milford. Wow. So <laughs> now you go to Milford, it's what, like 20%, 30% yeah. yeah. of people of color. Like yeah. demographics are continuing to change. Yep. And we are part of that older guard, even though we're not old, mm -hmm. but with respect to our community, we are because all those little babies who were born and were running around, they are now in high yeah. school trying to figure out what they're going to do with yeah. their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we need to have say, look, do whatever you want. Like, yeah. if I can do it, you, you can, can do, do it, it too. too. And that's why, even in college, I'm like, I put that out there and I encourage folks around me might make you uncomfortable but put it out there because yes. you have, your community you have an obligation to, to let other people behind you know that it's possible 
It is. And, and it's worked because I wasn't afraid. I jumped in and we had a lot of success. And then my HVAC guy, my plumber, or the construction guy said, wait a minute. Like, it's it's not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, there's a risk, of course, but yeah. let me jump in as well. Yeah. And especially if, if I have uh, Craig and Mirla here that guide me and help me, then I'm good. And they again and again and again. So each of the guys we work with, our plumber, for example, was broke. He was just, uh, he literally had no tools. He was, uh, we had a leak. He was there. He was trying his best. He had nothing. Now he's doing extremely well. Mm-hmm. Our, our construction guy, Antonio, mm-hmm. he was living in, I was living in my mom's basement with no heat. He was living in a trailer that he was renting. Now he owns a beautiful home. He has a whole bunch of investment properties. He's mm-hmm. uh, fixing houses all the time. Like it's just, we all have prospered together because yeah. we have had each other's back and let each other know what it's like. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's, it's so much, that's so much, so much, uh, so much nuggets that your guys drop. Um, but what's you take? You all took a lot of risks, you know, on your business, on your marriage, um, being on the same page, uh, aligned with yourself with people that's ambitioned, uh, and all, and all that, and have God. As 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 the center of your guys' relationship, is there a time in in your guys' journey where y'all feel like quitting? Because a lot of people think like your guys are successful, right? Like your guys are really successful, but in your journey, is there a time that came? You know, I, I wanna. Is this is this for me, God? Like asking God, is this is this the journey that you want me to uh, go into? Is, have y'all felt like that before? No. Not really. Okay. I think there has been times where we have um, a thing, you know, we say we are not going to tell anyone. You know, yes. It doesn't matter. We're, we don't yes. tell But there have had been times where we have been struggling that we do, it comes, that question comes, will we sell something? Yeah, should we sell something? Because we have this equity, uh, like we'll buy a building for, let's say, 100000 we'll mm-hmm. fix it up, another 100000 So we have 200000 in for a base for 450 or 500 There's a lot of wealth there. So, yeah. so we're like, well, um, there was a couple times, uh, especially this once when it was the economy was really tight. It was before um, really things started taking off under Obama. With, uh, it was still really tough out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had this one deal that we're supposed to refinance, and it, the bank was out of Maryland. It was a, they were like, okay, you're good, no problem. Great. So we aligned all of our stuff based on the commitment from the bank to refinance. And then right about a week or two before, the bank was like, you know what? Actually, uh, we just had a change of leadership, and we're trying to tighten mm-hmm. things up, so we don't want to move forward on this. And I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And that was a day I was like, man, that sucks, because for the last six weeks, we have been aligning our entire business mm-hmm. around this happening. This was still early on. And I was like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to lose a deal, and then we're going to pull out some um, additional equity to pay off some other stuff. Our mm-hmm. cash flow is going to be better. It's going to set us up what we call leveling up. Mm-hmm. Like if, if at the end of a month, uh, if you have, you know, let's just say five hundred dollars, because that's probably starting out. That's all I had five hundred dollars. But then you make a move, and now at the end of the next month, every month you have fifteen hundred dollars. That's mm-hmm. to me. That's what I call level up. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. start leveling up yeah. from the very bottom when you start, yeah. and then your monthly cash increases because you did something, so you mm-hmm. leveled up. Yep. That was going to be a big level. We're talking like four or five thousand, and at that time, that was like a ton of money. Um, and that was gonna be every single month. And I was like, Man, this sucks because, like, I, I 
that four or five thousand can use for additional wheels and yeah. more continue to build. But this bank is trying. Now I said, you know what? So I, I told Marla, and I was like, you know what? No, let me go and to another bank because just as one bank says no, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean every single bank is going to say no. Go talk to somebody else. Yeah. You know? And we went to somebody else. They're like, absolutely. Will you send all of your business to us? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then they got this deal done quick, and we were still able to level up, and then I was loyal to that bank, and again, and again, and again, and that banker has um, happens to be Clay, hey. um, and uh, Clay, he was at, well, he was at PNC first, but then went to Whispus, and Whispus is where um, I met him, and he was like, all right, yep, we're going to take a chance on you, because I can your drive, and I see yeah. everything going on, I got you. He was able to help us level up big time. And with the product that he had, he, no one could touch him with rates and terms. Yeah. And that really, because those loans, I never have to refinance. At the time, with commercial loans, you usually have like three years, five years, and you have to refinance again. Mm-hmm. Or the interest rate starts to adjust. And I don't like that adjustable rate because yeah. that's how people get in trouble. So, but Claire was like, no, nah, I got you. For 20 years, it's fixed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is wow. awesome. So, so we leveled up. And I was like, okay, Clay. Here's the next batch of stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. And the rates, the economy started because Obama was in there making moves and, and <laughs> fixing things. So the economy started improving and rates started going up. So the first one was crazy low. I was like, no, all right, like come on, here's the next batch. Like, all right, got you. And then we leveled up again with the second one, uh, refinancing. So, all right, Clay, here we go. Here's the third batch. And we got the third one in. So by the time um, we had all that stuff that, that we never have to worry about again mm-hmm. because they're all on fixed loans mm-hmm. for a long time. And I mean that. Then he moved to M and P, and we're still working with him. Yeah. And yeah. when we had that big deal that I thought I was done, I was like, "All right, 19 homes, Clay. Let me get this through." He was like, "Absolutely, let's do it." And it, it it was long because the bank also had to swallow 19 homes at once. Yeah. So it took a lot more work for the bank. Yep. 19 different appraisals, 19 title searches, 19 yeah. everything. You yeah. Know? So it took a lot longer than what we originally had hoped for. Um, but Clay was just there moving that big beast along as much as he could, and we got it. So it's all about relationships. It is you know? And when someone says no, don't be like, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. But all right, this is, like, I prayed for strength, and this is God giving me obstacles so that I can find a way to deal with them, overcome them, and become stronger. Yeah. Like, this is God, this no is answering my prayer. I'm going to be yes. a stronger person yep. because of it. Yep. You yes. know, and, and we are. Like, it was. I got a lot of gray hairs here, <laughs> you know, but but I, I'm strong now. Yeah. Somebody yes. comes in and says no, like all right, fine, boom, like we'll go somewhere else and we'll, we'll get it done. Yeah. You know? So and but just with that, we keep our like she mentioned. Uh, there was a couple times we thought about selling buildings because uh, we had so much equity there. These banks will encourage you to take more money than you need to. Don't do it. Mm. Like mm. if. You That's have, a nugget right there. If you, know? you have a million dollars and they're like, hey, you're only asking for 400, why don't you take 700, 800? Mm-hmm. Just put that money. Like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't. Like, just, just enjoy knowing that you have that much equity in your buildings. Like, that's, granted, instead of, we could probably have double of the properties if we yeah. leverage more, but I'd be worried about everything. Yeah, you know, you know because when mind. you, yes, and, and right now it's just that, that, exactly that piece of mind of, oh, I'm good, you know? But yeah, there have been times when we've thought about just give up. But that's when you gotta just man up and figure it out, and then thank God for that that experience and that strength He's given you. 
Um, you talk about your your kids, right? Your two little boys, and yeah. I always see like sometimes when you post on social media, you take them on the the job site, and they're always in your office and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like yeah. we have two little kids, and we 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 try to bring them here and expose them mm-hmm. at a young age. Um, but how do you balance if that even exists, like your work life and with your children? Because when you're in the service industry, people call you all the time or people send you emails, like, but you have to set that boundary. Mm-hmm. This is family time. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you guys do that? Well, uh, when we had children, we knew we wanted to be present. Yeah. Um, so Marilyn was like, all right, let's hire somebody to take on my role. And I'll start stepping back. And that's when we brought my sister, Sarah, on. She's and, amazing, by the way. And she, she is. <laughs> and then as we, Sarah. as we continue to grow, and as we have a second child, and it was like, okay, I, I can still help you, but like our primary focus is yes. on these boys. And I'm like, that's that's what we want. So then we would hire more people to, to, to help us around the house. Then I worked for the first nine years at Tunnel and Racer, uh, with a firm in Georgetown. And then I went to Wolf and Associates, uh, mm-hmm. just because it, it was time. And I needed that flexibility. And when that flexibility started to dry up, that's when I was like, okay, yeah. it's, it's time to go on my own. Yes. Because as your own business owner, as your own boss, you can prioritize your business. Yes. Like, if I, if, like today, for example, there's something um, down in my son's school that otherwise I would not have been able to go yes. to, or I would have to ask permission. Yes. You know? And I'm not going to ask permission yes. to go Yes. So, uh, that's that, that's just something that we, we have just prioritized as our children, um, like no matter what. And um, if other attorneys at Tunnel and Razor were resentful um, for what I was doing, well, the reason why I built this real estate portfolio was to give me that freedom. Mm-hmm. To where if somebody came to me and one of the partners said, hey, you have a problem with how you're doing this or that. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Here's, here's my notice. Yeah. And I, I'm out. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you're not gonna come to me and say jump. Yeah. And then expect me to do it yes. or dance for you. That's yeah. just not the type of attorney I am. Yeah, like that, like, um, no, not at all. <laughs> and the same thing with the smaller firm with Wolf. Um, it's I'm gonna come and go when I need to, mm-hmm. and if it becomes too much, that's okay. Yeah. Like I understand you have a business. Um, but I'm not going to sacrifice the. I'm not going to be the type of father that provides for my children, but I'm not going to. No, you're not there. Yeah. Now, we do bring them in. Um, we try, but Enzo's first, because Enzo is six. Uh, well, just about six. He says he's ten. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Dale's two. Um, but he's in kindergarten, but he knows his first role is school. Um, because he has to learn how the book works. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have, from the very beginning, um, bring him into Korea, mm-hmm. uh, bring them into his uh, office. We try, but his first role is it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, man, it's it's been. I think the last our last question, the last thing that we will talk about. What advice would you give any couples that's out mm-hmm. there that want to start a business together, that want to start a family together? Like what kind of advice would you give? Um, on my end, I think uh, just um, sacrifice. Know that um, you know because 
that's what we did at the beginning. He had to sacrifice. Yeah. And um, I didn't ask for more. He didn't ask for more from me. We worked together, knowing that one day, you know, we we're going to see fruit um, and just, you know, be there for each other. Yeah. Um, understand that there will be good times and bad times. But if you work together, understand the mission that you both have, not only as partners in a business, but as partners in life, you know, husband and wife, they will both will be successful. And the whole family. Because yeah. our whole family, I can tell you that our whole family has success, you know. And Enzo comes with me to do sewings too. He doesn't <laughs> enjoy, enjoy them, but he comes. comes with me. Because as a real estate investor, I've made a lot of money off of folks that are just selling properties they inherited. It didn't have anything to do with it. Um, and I just want to make sure that that's not for my children. I want them to know how to run things. I want them to be able to continue to run business as well. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. Thank you guys so much uh, by being here with us. Um, you, subscribes uh, to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're gonna drop this episode in, in all platforms. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for having me.